And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, world. Here we go again. I had to bring these two gentlemen back as promised. The Layman's Brothers, man. You know, we got Big Chris, Big John, Jonathan on the other end coming back, giving us this uh, NBA Finals review and their thoughts. And just, just we're just going to talk some more sports, man, as we end, uh, damn near end, the 2019-2020 uh, NBA seasons. But before we talk more, fellas, how y'all been and how y'all doing? Life is good, good man. man. Yeah, life's good. Can't complain. Uh, you know, living living the dream of being a dad and going through the ebbs and flows of the football season so far. <laughs> right. <laughs> Broncos fans. So uh, you know, it's been a it's been a it's been a hard season so far. Yes, but we got sir. our first W, so we will not be an 0 16 team, and that's all I care about. Now we can get back on track to getting that top three pick. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, man. I always appreciate uh, to be on again for another time, man. It's been good. NBA has been, you know, we we at the end, we at the tail yeah. end, which is always a little sad. Yes, sir. I want to see it comes to an end, but uh, it's interesting still. Yes, sir. Some things going on. Yes, sir. And that's why yep. I'm glad to have y'all back on because y'all have two different perspectives more times than not. And I know the audience from the last episode really enjoyed the back and forth. So now. Here we are. Well, here you guys are back to give us uh, some different perspectives. But to go back to um, what Jonathan was saying regarding the Broncos. Mm -hmm. You know, I got Noah Fent who got hurt. Yep. And that hurt me. But it's all good, though. You know, it's like you said, it's still an early season. And Melvin Gordon looking like the person who y'all anticipated to play how he played. So congratulations to, to you as a Broncos fan. I, I appreciate that. But, yeah, it's just injury after injury. <laughs> I look forward to uh, the next game, seeing who the next domino is that's going to fall soon. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Back out here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So NBA, excuse me, NBA Finals talk. Chris, who, 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 who you got, man? We right now, uh, game three is tonight. Yep. You you got you uh, got you got Lakers uh, winning uh, all and sweeping, bring out um, the broom. Yeah, when it started, I had my pick was the Lakers in six. Um, Miami, I, I wanted Miami to win, uh, but. You know, it comes down to the injuries didn't help. Miami needed to play pretty perfect. Like, yeah. kind of everybody need to be on their P's and Q's and be playing it right. And then as soon as the injury bug hit, 
today three best players, you were like, well, I guess that's it. Yeah. And that's how it feels. Okay. okay. Pretty much. Because when the season started, when the series started, I had Miami in seven. And then after game one, you know, that first quarter, I was extremely happy, extremely pleased seeing the way Miami was playing. And then it was, you know, Goran Dragic, and then it was Jimmy Butler, and then yeah. it was Bam, and then I was done. And I was like, okay, the Lakers won. Yeah. S- series is over. Yes. <laughs> so we all agreeing that the Lakers will become this year's NBA champions. They better. Yeah, yeah I, I, good point. They better. Okay. Okay. Okay, because I, I, on my timeline on Twitter, it's a lot of people saying, don't count out the heat i've been saying heat in six and seven so tonight is a very crucial game for those heat fans at least on my timeline i'm gonna be 100 honest and real with this the lakers are going to win the series okay okay miami is too banged up yeah anthony davis for whatever reason has found himself he is just, <laughs> he, he's just killing he, he's murdering and he honestly if I had to choose right now, MVP. he's my MVP yeah. over LeBron. Yeah. So, I mean, the like Chris said, the Lakers better win this series. I anticipate they're going to win this series. They're up 2-0 with a banged-up Miami Heat team who most people weren't given a puncher's chance. We're given a puncher's chance maybe to win. So, I mean, the fact that you got these injuries now, and I, I, I kudos to Bam, and, and I think Goran Dragic is going to try and, and gut it out. But come on, man! It's, it's you, they have no superstars. Lakers have two. Yeah, I mean the odds yeah. were already stacked against them, and then just game one with the mound of injuries, and I'm I'm sure that that took a toll mentally on the team. Where you're yeah. just like, oh my gosh, it game one, are we all getting hurt. You're just like, all right, well, that's the series. I maybe Miami wins a game, maybe maybe tonight's the night, but I would see the Lakers closing this out in five. Okay. Yeah, because you seen LeBron's response after Game Two when he was like, "We need to. I'm going to watch some film because Miami played. They Miami couldn't get the necessary stops and shots because Lakers did go cold. Lakers gave left the door open. Miami just couldn't walk through the door. Yeah. And yeah, and I do think LeBron and them were like, "All right, like we better clean this up." Because Miami can't win game three. Game three is a must win. Yeah. Miami's going to come out desperate. The Lakers, it seems, and it seems based on how LeBron was acting, he kind of know, like, yo, we need to, let's go up 3-0. Let's, let's, let's not give them any life. We've seen this team, they scrappy, they play hard. You know, guy, you know, Duncan Hero been quiet. I mean, Duncan Robinson been quiet. A lot of the guys, so let, let's keep it that way. Okay. You don't want to have these guys wake up and then all of a sudden this, the series gets extended because <laughs> they are still uh, NBA professional ball players. So yes, it's definitely uh, it's definitely still like you said a, a, a slight chance that you know they they can uh, make a little noise. But uh, but yeah, man, it just I didn't expect the finals though to be a sweep. That's all. Like we anticipated. The Lakers to get there or the Clippers back when we had spoke, but we didn't think it was going to be a sweep. That's all. But hey, no, absolutely not. And, and I, I, I'm giving Miami one 
Okay. Like I'm, try- I'm trying to be really nice here. I don't want to say. I don't, and I, I'm with you. I don't want to see a sweep in the finals because that's just, that's like, oh my god, that's so boring. Yeah. But trying to be nice because Miami is scrappy. They fight hard. Yeah. And game two was closer than I thought it would be. Yeah. So maybe tonight, you know, they get Bam back. Maybe they can pull one off. Okay. Like, Outside of injuries. What would you say if Miami had a full roster as far as health, do you still think Miami would have had a chance to win? Yes. Because okay. I yes. chose seven. Okay. Based on the health of their roster, based okay. on what I saw throughout the playoffs, I thought Miami was going to win that series. Legit. Okay. Yeah. My thought process going in was the Lakers – well, Lakers had the two best players in the series, but outside of that, the Lakers want to control the paint. Uh, Miami wants to control the three-point shooting, and I thought whoever, whichever team that did the best job in those two areas was going to win. You know, Miami, the three-point shooting for Miami don't seem there right now. Yeah, They're not hitting like they used to, and you know, the Bam uh, AD matchup was the matchup. Yes, I agree, one hundred percent. And now with you know, with Bam not there, you're just like, oh, well, you just done open the floodgates. Yeah. What did he shoot in game two? Wasn't he like 17 or 20 or something stupid? <laughs> yeah, he missed, I think. It, yeah. it was stupid. It was yeah, like, dude, yeah. this, he made like his first 11 yeah. shot, 12 shot. You're like, oh, Jesus. Okay. That's why I'm like, he, he, right now, he's MVP, at least for me. Yeah. No, I, I, he's, I agree. He's, uh, he's doing the the bulk of the scoring I feel like they gone it, it just feel it, like narrative wise because because it's LeBron yeah well I do think if these next two games they win if it would have to be a game where like 81 AD went for like 40 and LeBron only went for like 25 but because they you know LeBron put up 39 and 9 you're like uh so AD putting up like if AD gives you a game, he puts thirty points, twenty boards, and like five blocks. Oh, I mean, if he's giving you thirty, twenty, and five blocks, I mean that's like that's rare air. I mean, he's had he's that game where he gave with that game where he won. He had like two rebounds or something. Yeah. So if he's give if he's gonna give you twenty rebounds, yeah, I'd be like, holy shit, and five blocks. Yeah, that's the MVP level performance. You feel like they're just gonna give it to him? I hate I that. I feel like if uh, like only that. because LeBron is <laughs> LeBron's still LeBron. the best player on the, on the floor. Well, <laughs> and, let me say and, this and though, fellas. Is the best okay, so right before before we actually record today, I had a, mm-hmm. a conversation with Big Roy with how the NBA like to handpick before you know the results come out. So I was surprised that Giannis got MVP. I was surprised. I wasn't. I wasn't. I called that from John. I was like, he had to win it. He was on. He was the best player on the best team in the league with the best record. There really wasn't any debate for me. My question. Now, Jay. Now, my question or, uh, or, 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 or what brought up the conversation was, why would you wait to give it to him towards the end and not present him with the award when he won defensive player of the year? Why keep us in suspense? I mean, well, I mean, that's 
that's the NBA. I think they they just trying to build it a little bit because you had those fans who did think that, I guess towards the, the the close of the season, LeBron played better and whatnot, and blah 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 blah. Me, I take into the totality of the season okay. because it is a regular season award. So I'm looking at from game one to game 82. Giannis was the best player. His team had the best record, and they improved on the record from the previous year. Yes, he should have won MVP. I really didn't. I had no debate. Now, as far as, you know, them waiting, I just think that's the NBA just trying to build suspense. And, okay. you know, that, that, that's the media doing they, doing their media thing. <laughs> I respect yeah. that. Yeah, I had. I thought we went both here. We both thought Giannis would win it. Okay. I, I did think it was a, it clearly was a one. It was them two only. Yeah. 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 Right. I agree. And LeBron had the ability to win it. It's funny when he brought up. LeBron brought up that the NBA has narratives and they lean towards that because if that's the case and they lean towards narrative, then LeBron should have won it. Yep. You even had Ramona Shelburne was like, I go by narratives and LeBron has the better narrative. He's 35. You know, he's leading the league in assists, which he hadn't done before. You know, he's he's playing at an elite level. Right. He's mm-hmm. his team is first place as well in the which and many people did not have the Lakers that high going in. So, you know, he's coming off a down year with injury. You know, the, the, washed, the washed king. Yeah and, <laughs> yeah, and of course, you know, everything that happened with the Lakers, you know, with Kobe Bryant and, and all of that, that another added burden. It was like, well, just give it to him. I would not have been I wouldn't have been shocked if LeBron won it. I didn't I, think he should have won it, but I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't have been facts. shocked. Facts is what I go by. Facts. I don't go by narratives. I don't like. Let's see. Okay. Okay. So now I ask that question: Who wins the Finals MVP? So is it going to hey. narrative, or is it going by stats? I'm going by facts and what I'm seeing. Anthony AD Davis, Finals MVP. Yes. Okay. At good as LeBron, and I'm not poo-pooing LeBron. I, I don't want people thinking I'm trying to poo-poo <laughs> or slight LeBron in any way because I'm not. He AG AD, in my opinion, is having a better series so far in these first two games. My opinion. Yes, it, it based on these first two games, AD is in the lead. Okay. Thank you. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I don't want people losing. Oh, oh my God! How you look? LeBron, if, if we're going to do this, let's do this. Fine. LeBron technically can do the MJ, and he can win MVP every fucking year. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, LeBron's one of those dudes similar to MJ where it was like... Narratively. He win every single year if you want to give it to him. There's the narrative for you. But what is, when he was in Cleveland, LeBron could have won every year in Cleveland. Because you're like, what does he have? What does he have? Yeah. He's getting to the finals with nothing. He's getting here with nothing. Yeah, like you can give it to him every single year if, if that's the case. <laughs> but uh, see, and that's why I don't. I don't like that. I don't yeah. like this whole narratives crap. And and, and, and I and that's hey, why I, I wanted to get y'all perspectives on that, man. Because I do a little bit of narrative. I do a little bit because, like Dwight Howard, in my opinion, is a Hall of Famer. Some people, based on the numbers, both Murph know. Right. Hey, I will answer to your question about why does the NBA I'm, wait so long? Yeah. Is it's um, you know they wait. It's in the sense the playoffs start right after, so you, the guys are gonna vote. All these people, panels are gonna vote right after the NBA season. 
I'd rather they go back to where it used to be, where you would kind of get the awards like a week or two after the NBA yes. season, the regular season's over. So you got to, you know, get cheered on by your home crowd if you won, happen to win MVP or Defensive Player of the Year. Right. You know, you would get presented at the game. You'd have a press conference, all of that. These last few years, they've waited until the end of the season. To, the finals are over with. Yeah. And having a big old award show, and you're like, by then, nobody cares. Like, yeah. the regular season's been over. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. So, it felt a little longer, but I mean, this is the way the NBA's been going. So, I'd rather they just, you know, get it over with in the first couple of weeks so we can focus on on that. Because once the finals MVP is picked, I don't care who won regular season MVP or <laughs> who was six man of the year. Like, dude, the season's over with. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting ready for next season in the draft. Yeah, that's good. That's good, man. That's good. So yeah, man. Um, you know, sticking to this series uh, is uh, Dwight Howard a Hall of Famer? Yes, uh, I would say yes. I think this play has helped him a little more. I think he was a Hall of Famer before he got before the season. He may not be. It may take him three, four, five tries. years yeah. to get in. You know, but I, he's done enough to deservedly uh, be a Hall of Famer. And if he's been a big part of this team and if he is able to get a ring, you know, granted as a role player, but still like an important piece of the team, then good for him. Then that Dwight's probably makes it easier for him to get in. Dwight's a three-time defensive player of the year. Yeah. Yep. He carried a team to the to the finals. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dwight's a Hall of Famer. Well, right. I, I, I got I got I got a few people around me, man, that oh, say sure, Dwight's sure. not sure. a Hall of Fame. You're in the San Antonio area, so I'm sure there's a, there's a lot of Houston Houston people who have these memories, you know, of the of the <laughs> awful Dwight that was there. But I'm like, <laughs> you can't deny his Orlando days. He was the best big in the league. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least defensively. There, there, it wasn't even close. Yeah, it wasn't close. Yes, sir. Now, offensively, you can make an argument, but just the sheer athleticism, the defensive ability he had. I mean, he carried the damn Magic to the finals. To be yeah. real, I don't remember who else was on that team besides him. Rashard Lewis. Uh, Rashard Lewis. You know, Turner Lewis. <laughs> they had a squad on paper and on and on two K and live. I would give Is that them that. The team? Was Turner Lewis on that team? Yes, sir. Yeah, two of was on that team. I mean, just Dwight carried him there, man. And I mean, you, he it, did. I think people have this narrative now. See, we're talking about narrative. That, that's how it, it is. <laughs> if you don't have a ring, you can't be a Hall of Famer. Yes. Which is completely incorrect. You got Carl Malone, you got John Stockton, you got Charles Barkley. There's plenty of Hall of Famers who didn't have rings. Patrick Ewing. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to knock Dwight and look past the domination, dominant years he had just because, oh, he didn't, he didn't win a ring. I'm like, yeah, well, he didn't, but for some for some years, he's a three time defensive player of the year. There ain't a lot of those. Yeah. I mean, and he, he's just a dominant big, and unfortunately for him, you saw the shift in the league while he was in there. Yeah. I mean, it was a big man's game. It's now a little man's game. Yeah. And as that shifted, you just start to see his effectiveness go down and down and down and down and down. To now yeah. where he's basically a bit role player, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is fought that, it. Blame all that on him. That's not all his fault. So in my eyes, yes, he's a Hall of Fame. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Yeah, right. he'll get in. I do think um, it, it took him a minute to adjust. 
I think he had that those years where it was like, okay, you probably need to take more of a lesser role, but he felt like he still wanted to be the star and get yeah. touches and all that. So, you know, that was a little shaky. But I think he has the numbers. You know, he's constantly, you know, rebounding all them numbers that he's going to get in. Same with like Melo. Melo's going to get in. I, I don't think Melo's first ballot. Mm. That's a question, but I do think, That's a good you know, Melo is one of the, you know, for real, all-time great scorers yeah. in the league. He's going to get in. Melo's getting in for sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's greatest offensive players ever. Yeah. Yeah. And what I like to tell a lot of people, too, fellas, is don't take away what they did in high school and college. Remember, this is... Um, they it goes back to the narrative. I think part I'm so with the narrative thing now, man. I don't know, just maybe in my real world life experience, they, they pick a lot of the narrative. Like being recruited in high school, they look what I did in middle school. When I was getting recruited in college, they look what I did in high school. So for me, it's all about the narrative, and that's why I'm kind of for those first time listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Avid Listeners. What up? I'm so big on a narrative because I think that plays a part. When making mm-hmm. a key decision, so yeah, but yeah, I, I agree. Melo and uh, Dwight definitely, definitely Hall of Famers. So for Jimmy Butler, does does he stay in Miami? Yes. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. He, he's okay. got the structure and the the ownership there to back him. I mean, the team suits him. Okay. It, it's been it's been a while, but I mean, the last time I think Jimmy was on an actual team that that fit him and kind of his personality was that Bulls team with Thibodeau and Derrick Rose and Dang and those tough guys that actually fit and suit his personality. And then you saw the clashes when he went to Minnesota, you know, when he went to Philly, it was just like, these guys don't, they don't, they don't work as hard as me. Young guys too, mentally. work hard as me, Mm -hmm. then I can't be with these guys. And I think Miami, you see Pat Riley, you already know his mentality. And you see Bam, you see Tyler Hero. You see these guys are just dogs, man. Yeah. They work hard. They play hard. They're physical. They don't back down from anybody. And I think he gravitated towards that and was like, and I can kind of go to a team where I can be the guy. I'm the star guy. Yeah. I'm, I, I think he's there to stay. Is he a superstar, though? No. No, he is not. He is a star player. And this is where his, this is where his challenge comes in because I did see in game two – he, there are times where he will pass up shots. Yeah, I mean he does. He did a. Um, and play, it frustrates me every time I see a guy do that. Where it looks like he's basically got a layup, but you want to pass. And it's it. like, oh, throw it out for the three, like, bruh, like you're right there. Just take the damn layup. But but I gotta play bad cop. So but Chris, I I I know I'm trying to show my teammates that I trust in them. So I had 13 assists though, bro. Like you know, right? I had 20 I some points. Right. I think it's picking and choosing when. Gotcha. I think he's he's benefited from going to a team that felt like, I guess the last team like that somewhat would be like the Pistons. The team that you, they're built like a group. Mm-hmm. There's no like, well, we all we need, we need this guy to play well or we won't win. They're not built like that. You're talking they about the Pistons 2004 Pistons or the bad boys? Yeah. Okay. The 2004 Pistons. Okay. Right, where you had a, a collective. Yeah. Miami is a collective. Gotcha. They don't rely just on one guy. And but we get to these moments where you're like, okay, Jimmy, you the guy. We need you to 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 take on more. 
And I, I don't mind him getting the other guys involved. I think he, what, that's what he needs to do. Gotcha. But there were moments where you could see, they're like, yo, it's you have moments in the game where you need a guy to be like, I'm for these next three, four minutes, get on my back. Yeah. I got you. And he hasn't had to do that all the time. And now that, you know, his, this arguably the second and third best player on the team are not there, we need him to do more. You know, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta put up more shots sometime. Like you're, you the guy who can do it. You gotta do it. This is, this is the challenge. You know, can you carry the team? Because you are, you know, we love all the teams that are built together. I love the team play as a Spurs fan. I love to see it. Yes, sir. It's all you know. It's going always going to come down to be like, can a guy get a bucket? Yeah, they have a guy who can get a bucket. And at the end of the day, if you need to take on that MJ personality, that's what you need to do. Right. His name is Jimmy Buckets, but a lot of people still question why isn't he quote unquote that superstar. Because he is, I think part of it is Jimmy didn't build his reputation on offense. He wasn't a mellow. He wasn't, you know, a, a Dame Lillard, a Steph Curry. These guys were there just, a Kyrie, where they're just offensively so gifted. You're just <laughs> mesmerized. You're like, God dang, how are they doing that? Yeah. He literally was a defensive role player yeah. who had to who had to build his way into the guy he is now so he basically built his whole reputation on just being a tough defensive-minded guy and then he worked on his offense over the years and built up a really good offensive game but i think part of it is when you think of people who are defensive for when you think of defense first for some people superstar doesn't pop into your mind yes look at ben wallace i think ben wallace was like a pretty damn good he was really damn good. Yes, he was. But you don't think of Ben Wallace as a superstar. Yeah. Because he's a defensive player. Yeah. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is not looked at as a superstar. Facts. He's a defensive center. Yes. I mean, it's when you look at defense first and you think of a guy in his defense first, you're like, eh, they don't put up a lot of points, though. Because I think for a lot of people, the points is the superstars. Gotcha. You put yes. 25, 30 points a game, you a superstar. Now, if you're putting up, you know, 10 points a game, but you pulling out, you know, 25, 30, boy, you pulling a Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could beat a superstar like that. But it's 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 not happening very often. That's so good. a lot of guys, you're not offensively focused and offensive-minded. Look at Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was one of the most <laughs> crafty and, and gifted offensive players. Yeah. But you thought of Tim Duncan, the first thing you thought about was defense. Yeah. And a lot of people did not think of Tim Duncan in that superstar class. He wasn't Kobe. He wasn't Dirk. You know, but he wasn't KG. You know, but Tim Duncan is now what? Arguably the greatest power forward of all time. So, fellas, so again, goes to the narrative. If we look at numbers, we're like, yeah, he was an offensive dog. He was top 10 in the league and scoring a few years. Probably in the top five of big men. But like you said, that's when I that's why I'm glad to have this show with y'all. Narrative. It's like he look at his numbers. Over twenty which I find, which, and it's funny you bring this up because I find this fact interesting is that Kawhi is a superstar. And Kawhi was a defensive minded player when he first came out. He was the same as basically Jimmy Butler. He was a yep. defensive role player for the Spurs. Yep. And built his game and mm-hmm. is now a superstar. Yeah. 
and it's weird just because we think of Kawhi and you think of the claw and yep. the defense and all that first. So he's one of those rare guys where it's like Scottie Pippen. It, yeah, it's weird how Kawhi is a superstar and Jimmy Butler isn't. That is kind of weird. That's why well, I he, has, he hasn't taken that jump yet. You, Kawhi, I was gonna I was gonna bring up Kawhi, Jimmy Butler. He hasn't taken that. You know what it, it feels like to me? It feels he is a he's a closer. His job is to close games, but I don't feel like he has the scoring like throughout when it, when it's not quote unquote close time. Can he give me something like that? And they don't. It doesn't feel like it. Because I guess technically we didn't think of Kawhi as a superstar until he officially won with Toronto. I think that's when it bubbled into it. Because I think he was creeping in, and then once he won that chip with Toronto, you were like, all right, he's a superstar. Okay. He carried yeah. his freaking by himself. Well, the year and he... Making and, and, you know. The year they lost to 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 Golden State. The oh. year when they looked like they were on, like, oh, okay, they might pull oh, this up. Oh, man, there. when Zaza undercut him, man. Pulled that under. Yeah. That was, that was his... That was the year where yeah. you were like, okay... Maybe he really, maybe he's ready. Okay. He took a he took a leak that year. Yeah. And I don't know if I don't know if Jimmy can carry the scare the scoring load like that. Okay. I think he's he's progressing. Okay. But and he's clearly going to need some some more help if Miami wants to to be here a while. Wants yes. to wants to stay up at the top. Um, but he's just—he's not there yet. He's—he's okay. he's been ascending, but yeah, I'm not—he's not a superstar yet. That's good. And there's two more Hall of Famers that I want to bring up defensively. Do y'all think made that transition to be a superstar for some of my advocate basketball lovers, Scottie Pippen and Gary Payton? Scotty, uh, superstar. I'm borderline superstar on Scotty. Yes, I have sir. been. I'm As biased. I, I grew up in Chicago like, area, like, so <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a bull stand through it through. So I got nothing but love for Scotty. Was he a superstar though? I say no. Mm. I say he was he was a star. He was a star player. Um So he needed who, that uh, year when Mike was out to really take him to the ship. Had he won a chip that year, yes, he'd be a superstar. Gotcha. If he, had pulled, if he had pulled that and won a chip without Mike, he would have easily been a suit. He would have catapulted himself as a superstar because you like, damn, he can do it without Mike? Yeah. Damn. Okay. But, I mean, he did get him. He, I mean, he got him damn near close, but yeah. it's just the shadow of Mike was so large. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, Mike was a super, super, superstar. Like, uh, okay. there's only one superstar on this team, gentlemen. Yes, sir. And it's that, <laughs> and it's that guy. Yes, sir. Gary Payton. Uh, uh, Gary Payton. Yeah. And I'll make sure you get yours in too, brother Chris. I just, just want to make sure I put it out there. Because I love the glove. He's a California native. Come on. I'm going to actually say yes for him. Mm. I'm say yes for Gary Payton. Just because Gary Payton was one of those. Do you hear the name Gary Payton? And uh, and it, and it's funny because when you when you hear the name Scotty, it almost feels like you just, the first thing you think of is Mike. But when I when I hear Gary Payton's name, the first thing I think of is is is, is trash talking dominance. Like yeah. he he just <laughs> he, he he backed it up. 
Yes, he, he locked is. you down defensively. He talked all kind of shit. Oh, and by the way, uh, by the way, I'm about to drop 20 and 10 assists too. Yeah. Just for, just, just for shits and giggles. Just yeah. for shits and giggles. And then you have, you know, Sean can't win him. I mean, he got him to the finals. Oh, they ran into that bus all called him, Jado. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to put Gary Payne with a superstar. He's a superstar. I'm going to say it. yes. Okay. The glove superstar. Mm. All right, then, brother, brother Chris. That's why I love to have y'all. Y'all have different perspectives more times than not. So let me hear what you got to say. Yeah, for me, uh, for both of them, I, it wasn't long enough. I say I think mm. each of them had a moment. I think that year, uh, the year after Jordan left, I think Pippen had, a, had like a foot in the superstar pool. Um, see, like same with like with Gary Payton, like the year they got to the to the finals, he was yeah. just playing at that level. But I know when I think of when I think of it, and I think of superstar and how I rank them, and how, what do I need for them to be a superstar? You almost have to play at that level for like at least two or three years. Okay, like it's almost once you feel like you're gonna put your foot in it, then I'm like, all right, I need to see you. Let me prove it to me. Like now, I need to see it again, so I can officially put you there. You know, because I'm thinking the guys I have now as superstars. I don't even think I have ten. It is is really being able to carry a team, and you have to do it for a, a while. It can't be a year because once you get a year, I'm like, all right, I got to see it. Can you do it again, or can you do it even better? And Pippen. Pippen played like a superstar a lot of the time. But if I'm saying like, oh, he's a superstar, meaning if I can put a team around him and he's going to carry the team and be the guy and, and lead me to a championship, I, I don't know. Okay. And, it's, and it's not a slight. It's not a slight. It's just, you know, just how the term elite. Everybody can't be elite. Yeah, it is. You can be good. You can be very, very good. But it's just... There's only a few people who can be called elite. So yes, no, they're indeed. almost there, but no, I can't. I can't put them there just because the time they weren't there long enough. There it is. So I that's part of it. For, I think part of it for GP too is the personality for me. God, he, he just has so much personality. Whereas Scotty oh yeah, he was, did. Well, Scotty was very quiet. Similar to quiet, and that's what I'm about to say. That's like, what's like, the narrative because quiet is quiet. Though. Yeah, he wasn't that quiet. He wasn't like Kawhi quiet. Kawhi is like, <laughs> Kawhi, I mean, I thought Tim Duncan was the quietest star I had ever seen. Nope. <laughs> I was like, damn, you talk less than Tim Duncan, bro. <laughs> like, you really don't say anything. It was like, Jesus Christ. What did the Spurs do to their players? Well, right. But we know with Duncan, we know from everybody saying, and when he, when the, basically, when you in the locker room and all that, he talking. It's not he like he just quiet. It's just when it, when when you throw the ball up, he focused and he ain't doing a whole bunch of yapping. He Peyton Manning. Yeah, but they yeah. Talk, they talked about he was like the not off the field, but on the court he he focused and balling. Yeah, people were saying Tim Duncan was like the team jokester, and you're like, that's what Tim I heard. Duncan. You're like, oh, okay. But I mean, <laughs> if he was quiet like that, he wouldn't be able to be a a, a coach either or yeah. assistant coach. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Kawhi's too damn quiet, which is 
part, which is which is part of which is part of the problem. Which it's I starting think, to become a detriment to him. Yeah, yeah. It didn't it didn't help this season in in with the Clippers. Yeah. No, it did not. Yeah. And shout out to Doc Rivers uh, going to another squad. By the way, <clears throat> throwing that out there. I don't like the fit though. <laughs> I don't like the fit. I'm serious. Like I and I called that move too. I you called did. that move. Doctor Philly. And then it just, even though I said it, I didn't really want it to happen because it was. I, I like Doc. Um, I know Chris and, and some others I spoke to thought he he might take the year off to kind of get his self back together but i, I thought guess, that I mean, was that's what they, he was gonna if, do if they throwing the cash at you i mean it, it, i guess it's hard to turn it down money talks uh, most times it does yeah, talk. and then uh but with Embiid and simmons man i don't know tobias harris gotta go but he can't because that contract oh so. i'm about to say he got that contract brother kind of stuck with them yeah I just, that trio for me is like, all right, well, they're never going to win a title, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They not as constructed. Yeah, I, it's weird. I, I, on one hand, I, I don't love the fit. I like it because he is an upgrade over Brett Brown, and Doc Rivers is with his accolades is the kind of coach that Philly needs. They need a guy who's been there, who's. Had experience winning in the playoffs. Who's you know oh, been through it? Yeah, who coaches start? Yes. So he goes in there and he will have their respect in their ear. It's just the way things ended in L.A. It was like I thought he needed a little break, and because the culture, they're not strong. The upper management group is not that strong. It feels like Doc gives. The Sixers a chance to well let's try this Embiid Simmons thing again with a different coach and see if if that works or if these guys just can't play together. And I don't know if I don't know. Like I'm happy for Doc Rivers. You know, of course we want to see more black coaches. And I think he'll do all right in Philly. Something about the structure there I just I don't I don't like. Okay. With that, I hope he I hope he does well, and I like I mean I would like to see Simmons and Embiid get their crap together. It's just I seen those Clipper teams both iterations, both the Live City and this Kawhi Paul George one had locker room issues. Yeah, and he's going to a team that has locker room issues. You know, we we Clippers, you know, seem like Paul the Blake. Uh, DeAndre Trio, they were having issues amongst each other. Clearly, there was something there this year with the group that was already there and with Kawhi and PG, specifically Paul George and his mentality. And now you got Philly where, you know, MB, do he really want it enough? You know, he don't, he not, na- I need, like, Pops, I need to see some nasty. I need to see some more nasty and better conditioning from, from him, Ben Simmons. He's too passive at times. So I don't know. Work on that jump shot, boy. <laughs> now, for those people that been rocking with Doc Rivers, said the same thing in Boston, though. Oh, what? about him with the 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 issues with within the team and yep, stuff. Yep, yep, yep. So he's comfortable, quote unquote, comfortable with turning teams around that might not see you know eye to eye. 
Just yeah, th- I, I throwing it out there. Also, now his reputation for blowing three-one leads. On the flip side, yes, sir. Yes, I think he's done it three times. Here's the thing. No, I like in terms of Philly. I I think they they got who they needed to get. So I'm not mad at Philly because I think they they got the best coach that was available and probably the best person for them. I just I don't know how I don't. My expectation is not like oh well now Doc's there. Now they're gonna figure it out. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I need to see this. I need Embiid and Simmons to act like Kareem and Magic. They just need to sit down and be like, "Look, how are we gonna how are we gonna play together? How are we gonna let's figure this out?" Kobe and Shaq, so we can dominate and, and win. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Okay. The last. I don't question. feel like they do that. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. It's been like this for the past what couple of seasons with them too. Yep. Yeah. So I agree, man. The last question: uh, Does winning this championship does it put LeBron higher when it comes to the goat talk? Does it put his legacy to another level? <clears throat> no. Okay. Stays the same. Gotcha. Um, because this will be <clears throat> LeBron's fourth mm-hmm. championship. Fourth yep. I mean, technically, he's still behind Kobe. He's still behind Magic. He's still behind MJ. He's still. I mean, there's there's several. I mean, I'm not. Again, we make this clear for your listeners. I am not <laughs> poo pooing LeBron James. I'm not saying he's perfect. <laughs> I'm not saying he's terrible. I am just saying him winning this championship is not going to raise or it's it to me. It's just going to stay the same. Gotcha. Nothing's going to change. Now, if he wins a fifth, then. There's a little more discussion. Yeah. Because you're talking about you're talking about five. You're talking about a, a handful. You, you got one for each finger. So I mean that 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 speaks a lot. Because um, I mean when you start, you get one. That's great. That's wonderful. And then when you start getting into the goat talk, then you start looking at some of the other players who are like, okay, he got how many? I mean, granted, ain't nobody ever gonna catch Bill Russell. I mean, you got what eleven? <laughs> Never gonna happen. But. I mean, when you start, you know, MJ got six. I think Kareem has, what, five? I think Kareem has six, too. Does he have six? I think Magic has five. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, what? Scotty's got six? Yeah. I mean, you you look at some of these guys, and you're like, yeah, LeBron's got four. Yeah, five. Five is like that number. Like, one okay, I see what you're Kobe. saying. One behind Kobe. Five's like that good number. Five's yeah. like that number right there where you're like, okay. Now we can start talking about greatest of all time. Gotcha. But four, you're like, eh, you're like one short, just one. Give me one more LeBron, and then maybe we'll, we'll maybe <laughs> some of you LeBron stands can catapult him above MJ, and you have a legit conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but for right now, he still ain't above the goat. Okay. Six for six. Okay. Six MVP. Thank you, um, for me, he's not. He's not in my top five. And I don't like, I don't like rearranging my all-time greats until whoever might be considered is done. He's not done. Yeah, there you go. So I want, I'd rather wait till he's done. I think. Funny thing is, I don't think I had him in my. I think he had. He was number eleven mm. on my list initially. This is like I did a few years ago. I do think if he does get this fourth one, I do think it will probably cement him. As the greatest small forward ever, because now you done, now you got more than Bird. Yeah. People okay. always that like, well, now he got 
He got four. Bird only had three. I'll give you that one. Yeah. So I think it, How many did Duncan have? Duncan got five. Duncan got five. Duncan yeah. Got Kareem five. had six, by the way. 71, See, 80, 82, 85, 87, and 88. So Kareem does have six. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he won five with the Lakers and he got one with the Bucks for my boy. Yeah. The big O. Yeah, yes, sir. With the greatest of all. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, this, to me, this wouldn't like, okay, now, I mean, if you have him in your top five, then this just keeps him in the top five. But, in, like, in the grand scheme, no, it's, he's not moving up like that. Okay. Like, I really, I want to see what, what he does with his time as the Lakers for me to really, like, jump him up. Because I, I can't, he, to me, he, I don't have him above, who's my five? Uh, Kareem, Jordan, Kareem, Will, Bird. I mean, a bird of Russell and Magic, okay. and he just—he just not there yet. Like he, he got more than Wilt, but Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, yeah, who, but who, got all the records. <laughs> yeah, the most yeah. dominant player ever. Yeah. So he, but I mean, he's he once he has four, then it's like okay, now you having more than three. Like okay, now you starting to get into rarefied air in terms of the number of championships. At five. Got to get to that fifth. Okay. Yeah, but he's, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, yeah, if you've had him in your top five, he there. But just how I wasn't the people that if he had lost this year, I wasn't dropping him either. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. It's your Pelsey. One, two, three, four, fifth. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, though. Well, fellas, this was dope, man. Man, a good 45 minutes went by fast. Hey. Always appreciate you having us on, man. We are uh, always available uh, to to hop on at any time, dude. No problem, no problem. Yeah, well, it's always always a good time, man. Chopping oh, yeah. up with you, Mike. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Likewise, man. Always good to give different perspectives. And like we said, man, what's the narrative, man? It's it, and it's just you know bring up different perspectives and views and facts and just you know that's the beauty of sports. Is is always something that you can. <laughs> put out there to make you be like, oh, I even think about that. Hmm. And it carries over to getting that job. Man, this person yeah. got experience <laughs> and they got the degree. Or this person got experience, but they was in the military, but they don't have the degree. So it's kind of like, it's just, it's just, what's the narrative, man? It's just, you know, one yep. of those things that, you know, we, we got to just, you know, just keep plugging away until uh, we ultimately get what we want. But, yes, uh, sir. No, that was dope, man. Well, let the world know, man, how they can, you know, find y'all. And I actually added y'all on what we just spoke about on Twitter. So check that out once we get done. But uh, let the world know how they can find you. Yeah, man, you can find us on Twitter at Brothers Layman. You can find the show, the Brother Layman Sports Happy Hour, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, under the Black Is Network. Just go ahead and take a look for us, man. Appreciate it. Always, man. Always, yeah. Definitely hit us up. If you guys have any questions, any comments, anything y'all want to dish out to us, feel free to hit us up. We always respond back to you know any feedback that we get. So, always appreciate the support from everybody. There it is. There it is. Well, Jonathan, Chris, man, as usual, man, this was uh, our NBA Finals. What's the narrative? Uh, we get. We all agree the Lakers. Yep. If, if if it don't happen. Uh, OMG, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It don't happen. That is the one thing that may tick LeBron down a smidge. Oh, there it is. Like if, if, if he, if they blow this series, 
because there's an anti which I don't believe is going to happen. But if, yeah. by the grace of the Lord, who I'm looking up at right now, come on, they lose this series, yeah, LeBron might drop a notch. There it is. Because that's going to be a really bad look. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, whatever the Clippers got, they're going to get worse. They're going to get worse. Oh, 100 times. <laughs> well, now, but again, I don't expect that to happen. There it is. But y'all know that's how again, that's why I had to bring them back. They they gonna tell it like they see it. Nothing but honesty and transparency. I respect them. Make sure y'all go check them out. Follow them. First time listeners again, thank you for tuning in to Avid Listeners. What up? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Murph. Also, you can follow the personal uh Why Not Sports page at Why Not Sports underscore Man, we uh, another banger. I appreciate everybody for rocking with me, taking time. Until next time, until next week, keep grinding. Keep the faith.